Welcome to Straight Talk on Health. I'm your host, Dr. Chet Salasco. Straight Talk on Health is a joint production with WGVU in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I examine the world of health, nutrition, exercise, diet, supplementation. There's something curious, something new. I look at the science behind them and then let you know whether it's real or not. You can check out the other things that I do on my website, drchet.com, and please sign up for my free emails. I think something major happened while no one was paying attention. The Food and Drug Administration and the Federal Trade Commission stopped a dietary supplement company from selling its product and closed down the production until the company came back into compliance with all laws and regulations pertinent to dietary supplements. Why is that major? Well, let me provide you a little background. In 2022, the FDA and the American Medical Association partnered to release two short videos to physicians. They also had a version for consumers. The goal was to teach physicians about dietary supplements. I actually got excited about that because physicians, for the most part, know little to nothing about dietary supplements. The first video spent time defining and explaining what a dietary supplement is, the delivery systems companies use, such as tablets, gummies, bars, and drinks, and the role the Food and Drug Administration plays in the process. The second video focused on adverse events, how to report them, and a sample conversation between a doctor and patient. I encourage you to watch the videos via the links in the show notes. I think there are two important points of the videos. First, the Food and Drug Administration does not approve dietary supplements in the same way that they approve pharmaceuticals. Obviously, their main point, because it was repeated several times in the video. In exchange for allowing supplements to be introduced quickly, companies do not have to prove safety or effectiveness. However, if a company makes any health claim, they must report that to the FDA within 30 days of making the claim. Those claims are restrictive. A company can't say on the bottle or promotional materials, cures heart disease, but they could say, contributes to a healthy heart. Second, you should always discuss the supplements you take with your physician, especially if you take medications. It can be a pain if you take a lot of supplements, but you must do it because there could be interactions. For example, calcium, whether from food or a supplement, interferes with the absorption of thyroid medications. They should never be taken together. Now, those are what I see as the positives of these videos that cover supplement companies and patients. There's no information about how supplements work or which supplements do what. I came away with three opinions about the videos, other than that they really focused on dietary supplements not being approved by the FDA. Of course, no legitimate healthcare professional nor supplement manufacturer ever said they were. Consumers may not know that, but I would have hoped doctors did. First, the second video discussed potential drug supplement interactions. There have been a few direct studies on those interactions. Most are case studies involving the use of herbs such as St. John's wort and ginkgo biloba that have been published in peer-reviewed journals. What they don't say is that very few studies have examined drug-drug interactions either. Well, how do they find out if a drug interferes with another drug? Trial and Error Reports to the FDA's Adverse Effects Reporting System. That addresses my second opinion. There was a strong focus on reporting adverse events from dietary supplements to the FDA. 
One would think that that's a good thing. But the list of adverse events that they listed in the videos included every system in the body. I get reporting an allergic reaction, but how would a physician attribute GI problems or cardiovascular issues to a dietary supplement after putting the person on a new medication? It's just as likely to be due to the medication. Seems to me like an open door to lots of irrelevant reports. And finally, they spoke about some supplements interacting with blood tests. The only one that I've ever seen is excessive biotin intake may affect the troponin test for potential cardiac events. One would expect an extensive list. The problem is none exists because that's the only known interaction of a supplement with a test. There are 13 vitamins. There are dozens of minerals, most found in trace amounts. There are hundreds of herbs, plus nutrients that don't fall into any of those categories. All can be found in dietary supplements. If I were a physician who spent time watching those videos, I really wouldn't know more about those nutrients and supplements than I did before I watched. Very disappointing, to say the least, because the message is that supplements are not approved nor regulated, and everything that any in any way a patient says should be reported as an adverse effect if they are taking supplements. And one more thing you should know. Those prenatal multivitamins that physicians prescribe to pregnant women, those have never been tested in a clinical trial either. In one case, let's get the supplement business because there are no significant clinical trials, but let's prescribe supplements for pregnant women that have never been tested. As you can tell, that one makes me a little angry. What's the thing that happened that flies in the face of the effort of the Food and Drug Administration and the American Medical Association? Opinions expressed in those videos? You may have seen those incessant commercials for a dietary supplement that contains dehydrated vegetables and fruit. They always begin with someone who has more energy, feels better, thinks more clearly. Then the camera pans to the person taking a couple of capsules and the pitch is on for getting the viewer to purchase the product as well. The implication is that you'll get the same benefit if you take them. Actually, that's not that bad. However, on their website, they have testimonials from people who make claims about diseases and conditions which have improved since taking the supplement. Remember what I said earlier? That's a big no-no. Structure function claims are okay, but nothing that describes a relationship with a disease. Ever remember reading or hearing this? This product has not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, that's everything in a nutshell. The company violated the rules. Here's what the FDA said. The company's products are marketed as dietary supplements with labeling that rendered them unapproved new drugs and misbranded drugs. The FDA has not approved these drugs for any use, despite the company's claims that its products could be used to diagnose, cure, mitigate, treat, or prevent diseases such as cancer, heart disease, cirrhosis, diabetes, asthma, and COVID-19, end quote. On top of that, the company was told to stop manufacturing products immediately. Again, here's the FDA. The company in question manufactured products in violation of multiple current good manufacturing practice requirements, such as failing to establish ingredient and finished product specifications for identity, purity, strength, and composition which rendered them adulterated dietary supplements. The company has been given a way to comply, but as of yet, has not. We'll see what happens. 
for now when you hear that the dietary supplement industry is not regulated you now know it's not true it is regulated differently than pharmaceuticals but it is regulated nonetheless i hope the fda and the ama were paying attention so that they can train their physicians properly by reshooting those videos thanks for listening but we're out of time this is dr chet Slasco saying health is a choice choose wisely today and every day Thank you.